Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings, and make those characters fight for our amusement, and hopefully, please, hopefully yours as well. I'm your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me as always is Ken Knapsack. So happy to be here, so happy to be back into the fighting pits of our minds. <laughs> and we're going to go right to the fighting pits, but first we're going to go to the audible pits, which is I'm sure exactly how they want me to say this copy. Today's bot podcast is brought to you by audible get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash four center over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iphone android kindle or mp3 player we are going to recommend something because of a very special reason because i forgot to change it in my notes from last time Mm -hmm. we are still recommending master and apprentice by claudia gray it's that good listen to it Again, to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash four center. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash four center for your free audiobook. Mm-hmm. Helps the show directly. 
but it won't help our combatants today. A <laughs> uh, uh, little behind the scenes, Ken was kind of doing a little Obi-Wan Kenobi thing with his beard <laughs> and musing it. It does help us. It, it does. It Looked does. us into the Force. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of being helped by the Force, mm-hmm. uh, for this week's show, I was just in the mood to have a Jedi. Okay. So I looked to see which Jedi we'd used, and mm-hmm. I thought, this is an interesting Jedi, partially because she comes up first alphabetically in the StarWars.com databank as far as Jedi go. Our first combatant is Adi Gallia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A great reaction. Here's what the databank has to say. Jedi Master Adi Gallia was a member of the Order's High Council during the Clone Wars. She and the other members of that ruling body would convene in a temple high above the Coruscant landscape, deciding important matters of the Jedi. Stern and focused, she would remark upon the more outrageous tactics carried out by Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi in the course of the war, but would rarely condemn their effective actions. Though not as brash as Anakin, Adi Gallia was known to be an aggressive warrior who had no problem bringing the fight to the enemy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that's kind of a, it's a, it's a weird entry. Yeah. There's a lot going on. What do you got uh, on uh, all the Wikipedia? All right. Well, we definitely have a Legends tab. We're going to avoid that one. Um, all right. Homeworld. Homeworld Coruscant, but that, that's obviously that's yeah where she was raised after she was probably taken as a very young baby. Uh, did die in canon uh, 20 years before the Battle of Yavin on on Florum. Uh, species, what do we say? Tholo... Tholotian? Tholo... Wait a minute. Yeah. It, huh? This is... That's Stas Ali. No, wait a minute. No, Stas Ali d- died on Slukamai. So right. they're saying she died on Florum. Florum. Oh, I think she was killed by Savage Press. You might be right. I'm looking down here. Uh, ooh, 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 uh, yeah. This, yeah. Uh, so yes, the 20 yes. years thing threw me because I always think yes. that's right. So yeah. she died a year before Revenge of the Sith. So, okay, right. that tracks. That tracks. That tracks. That tracks. Clone Wars. Uh, uh, a female 1.84 meters. Eye color blue, skin color uh, dark uh, with blue patches, they say. Uh, the affiliations you talked about. Um, a Jedi Order, Jedi High Council, Jedi Assault Team. I like that. I want to know. Ooh. I want more Jedi Assault Teams. Uh, so that are the that's the pregame stats and uh, figures there of uh, Eddie Gallia, Eddie, Eddie Gallia. Um, and this is uh, a, a, a description wise. She's got the typical uh, Jedi robes, and then she's got the little headpiece, and then. Those are, that's her head, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to do the new game show. Star Wars, (laughs) is that your hat or is that (laughs) your head? (laughs) Um, Because, yes, 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 that is, that is part of, I still can't, I'm I'm looking at the, just the species list and, uh, Okay, all right, it, it is tendrils, okay. They're scaled craniums and fleshy white or red tendrils that spouted from their skull caps. Ken's just doing some checking, kids. Yep. Yeah, you got to check. Is checking. that, ask yourself before you leave, is that yeah. my hat or is that my head? <laughs> my That's head. just good, solid, uh, thoughtful reasoning. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, mm-hmm. I, if, can you can you scroll down at the, to yeah. the bottom there of her life and confirm, I believe that she is killed by Savage Opress. Yeah, so Crisis on Naboo. Yeah, there's a lot. Is there, is, well, yeah, because she pops up in the Clone Wars a lot. She does. So they, I'm sure they have a paragraph for every time. It's like, mm. she was in the council chamber when Anakin proposed this, and she was like, meh. 
Yes, you're right, 100%. Uh, kicked, uh, killed, this is the battle where Honda Wanaka was there. Right, because his base was on floor. Uh, they thought she kicked an aim to his left knee, a move which would normally be crippling, but which failed to even phase the hulking Zabra caught off guard. She was slammed, and then, yeah, so killed, killed, killed. killed Her death killed, opened up killed. a seat in the Jedi Council, which was filled by Jedi, Jedi Master Stas Ali. Yeah, so narratively making room for Stas Ali, who yes. takes over for this very similar character. Mm-hmm. In Revenge of the Sith and dies on Slukamai. Uh, all right. So, a fl- planet name I learned I can't say in front of a live studio audience. So. <laughs> well, uh, it, it's a weird one, to be fair. It is, of all the planets. Uh, you, you look at that one, and yeah. I just want to say on the planet, salami with Sal- a C in there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a Lukamai. You know, you're at Star Wars Celebration when. <laughs> A couple hundred oh, people here. The moment I started. It's a This is the Celebration Chicago live <laughs> Schmodown panel. The moment I stumbled on S that people were screaming at me. And God bless you for doing it. <laughs> These things happen. Sorry to bring up the traumatic no, uh, Anyway, so he gave a good uh, description of what she looks like. Uh, is there anything on Wikipedia about personality traits? Because they kind of hint mm. at it in the databank, but I'm curious if they have a different take that there's a, a more solid picture of the character that has emerged in her Clone Wars yeah. appearances. Reputation for aggression mm-hmm. and was a strict, focused woman. Uh, she criticized the outrageous, outrageous tactics of others, like you said, such as Anakin and Obi-Wan, although she rarely condemned them. Uh, this is exactly what you said, but uh, reset. And, uh, although she rarely condemned them as their actions were effective, she was a valuable source of intelligence for the Senate. So, to me, it seems like she's one of the ones of, like, Anakin, give me your badge. Yeah. You you break all the rules, but you get it done. I don't know why she's now yeah. a New York uh, <laughs> uh, sergeant at a precinct, but yeah. But that, yeah, she seems a little bit also in the Obi-Wan mold of like, don't do that. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice and aggressive. Okay, cool. Um, do you have feelings about Adi Gallia? And if so, what are they? Uh, they are positive. They are positive. I um, liked learning that uh, it was, in fact, two different characters. Stas Ali and Adi Gallia and just kind of learning that story. Um, and uh, one of those, again, when you see Phantom Menace, for a lot of us, uh, if, if you saw it after seeing the original trilogy, it was like, who are these other Jedi? Because we've yeah. only seen a couple. One was a uh, little green, but the rest were humanoids. So to see these different species and Opa and Sissus and uh, Yarl Poof and then, uh, you know, Adi Gallia, Adi Gallia, um, I, I, that's how I say it, and other I, people might say it entirely I, differently. Yeah, I'll probably say it different every time, but uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. So there's just really, de- definitely a, a positive uh, feeling towards this character. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, and uh, and and, and, so, and loved the use of her in the Clone Wars. I love I love when the Clone Wars brought some of those little background Jedi and said, "Hey, here, here we're gonna tell tell more with them." Yeah, and it was cool to see such a prominent Jedi mm-hmm. die. Right. You know, and you know exactly what happened mm-hmm. and how, and it's 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 sad, sad. sad. Um, same thing. Great to see the uh, the Jedi Council. Uh, I thought her look was really really cool for a humanoid, and I I also wondered is that a hat or is that your head? Um, but yeah. I, my connection to this character came from two things uh, back in the day: the action figure and yeah. the PlayStation One video game Jedi Power Battles, which I ramble oh. on about. For which yes. you basically played through a version of Phantom Menace, but it was constructed to have like just endless like mm. uh, scenes where you fight thugs on yeah. different in different places you were in Naboo you jumped around the roofs of Coruscant uh, you could memorize all these Mortal Kombat like uh, you know uh, sequences to do cool lightsaber moves 
But the best thing was you could play as Obi-Wan. You could play as Qui-Gon or mm-hmm. Mace, Adi Gallia, and I believe Plo Koon. But I could be wrong about the Plo Koon. Mm-hmm. But you could play as Adi Gallia. The action figure of Adi Gallia. Mm-hmm. Uh, in her character in Jedi Power Battles, red lightsaber. Really? This was yeah. Back in the day yeah. when George was like, I, they're, none, of, none of the other ones are igniting their lightsabers. I don't know if they have colors or not. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. And then comes along to attack the clones. Like, no, they're, they're, all, they're all blue and green except for Mace. Yeah. But like, that, <laughs> I think Plo Koon's is, lightsaber is orange. That makes sense. In Jedi remember. Power Battles. Uh, uh, but yeah. definitely, she, I pulled up the action figure to verify red and, and pulled up a, a yeah, screenshot yeah. of her from Jedi Power Battles. Red. Red. So just that made me like, what? <laughs> Jedi can Jedi? do that? So I've always like had a that. soft spot for her because of uh, of those mm-hmm. ways of interacting with the character. So yeah. Adi Gallia, Jedi, Stern, maybe in our fight she'll condemn something. <laughs> we'll find out. Any other thoughts before we reveal the next combatant? No. All right. Good. Our next combatant, I am very surprised we haven't actually had on before. It's some uh, someone that we have been talking about a lot lately, and it is our beloved Droidica. Oh, yeah. Here is what the databank has to say about the destroyer droid, also known as the Droidica. Unlike the spindly battle droids, whose humanoid builds allow them a degree of versatility, Droidicas are designed with one sole function in mind, the complete annihilation of their targets. <laughs> Slung at the end of heavy arms are immense twin blasters which unleash destructive energy at a pounding pace. The destroyer droid can completely envelop itself in a globe of protective energy via its its compact deflector shield generators, though at the expense of its mobility. Although slow and awkward on its three-legged gait, the droidica can transform into a much speedier disc-shaped form. Wow. That is, uh, I'll admit, I, uh, I put this one together quickly the morning uh, before yeah. we recorded. I didn't have time to actually read the Droidica entry. <laughs> there are a lot of surprises in there. There's a lot of going on there. A pounding pace of complete annihilation. <laughs> Man, this, this feels like it was written by the manufacturer of the Droidica. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Order now. <laughs> Order now. Add to cart. Three mm. Droidicas. Get the fourth one for free. Um. So... From what the do canon, you got? From yeah. the Canon tab. Manufacturer uh, Cola, Cola Coids. Uh, uh, place of manufacturer Cola 4. Uh, I don't know. New Cola? I'd like to try some new <laughs> Cola. Uh, class Battle Troy uh, said, I mean, I would say that's not 100% accurate, but that's what they said. Um, <laughs> height 1.83 meters. So not a height advantage for either combatant here. Yeah. We'll even up. Sensor color red, painting, plating color bronze, armament, like I said, two twin blaster cannons, as well as the deflector shield generator, and they transform to the ball shape for high speed rolling. <laughs> Sometimes too high speed. Yeah, oh, I've fallen off a few uh, high spots. You've rolling off some ramps, huh? Yeah. Nice. Shout out to our, our li- one of our <clears throat> listeners, Graham Butler, uh, who... Uh, one of my Twitch streams said it reminds me of the old uh, Commodore 64 game Marble Madness where you're just kind of rolling down hoping you don't fall off the edge. Nice, nice. Uh, Do you want to try to give a good physical description of the Droidica? Imagine some kind of bug in your garden unfurling, uh, almost like a scorpion. 
uh, with a little uh, hunched uh, cow over his head, uh, a bump in his back with two l- arms that are nothing but lasers and spidery legs uh, and unfurling uh, almost, uh, I'm thinking, a season two Game of Thrones where uh, Daenerys is almost bitten by that scorpion. Oh, yeah. Sent by the assassins. Very similar. Yeah. Um, and then it has, uh, you know, a nice uh, shield around it that makes it look like a big bubble. Just uh, blowing bubbles that are deadly. Yeah. Yeah, I like the little scuttling legs. Mm-hmm. The, the deadly uh, blowing bubbles is, de- is really accurate. I think part of what is so cool about the design, and both humorous to me, is it has enough human body language shape where you can go, those are legs, that's a head, that's mm-hmm. arms, mm-hmm. that we can uh, transfer our own sort of body images of the human form onto it, which means it's basically a thing where it's sticking its face, its crotch, and its arms at you. (laughs) And it feels like if you walked into a room and somebody had bent over so they are staring at you, but also their crotches just kind of coming at you, and they have both hands out in like a finger guns, (laughs) look at that guy gesture. That's the body posture (laughs) energy of a droidica. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Look at this guy. I've always thought of him as a, as like a spider with blasters, but now uh, now I'm seeing a very different image. <laughs> a very different image. I'm yeah. at the uh, health club, and uh, Mort, put back <laughs> your clothes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> deadly, deadly Mort. That's yeah. what droidicas truly are, yeah. a deadly version of Mort from the athletic club. Mm. How do you feel about droidicas? Love them. Right. Love them. Love them then. Love them now. Love playing them on Battlefront. Love flying off edges on Battlefront with them. I thought, uh, I think there's a lot of great designs in Phantom Menace, and that is just a very Star Wars-y yet exotic alien insectoid. I can't say insectoid. Insect- <laughs> I'll say insecticons, like a tra- the old Transformers. I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah, insectoid. Insectoid is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Ken, you're a dumb <laughs> human. Um, uh, but it all just kind of—it just is a—it's—it's it's a real striking image, and I've always loved them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, if you're dumb for insectoid, um, I, I, I've had some oh. some misspeakings, Woo. so we both get to be dumb today. Droidica, uh, yeah. yeah, man, right at the beginning of Phantom Menace, yeah. they're a new cool. As much as I'm kind of making jokes, uh, you provided mm-hmm. a good name, Mort, for it, uh, of that, that human energy. They're badass looking, right? And yeah. absolute triumph of sound design. Oh, yeah. Their blasters sound totally different. Yeah. And I think one of the those great immediate tip of the iceberg bits of storytelling where Obi-Wan says, Master Destroyers. Yes, yes. And they know right away, like, ah. The ba- the battle droids, eh, we'll yeah. just we'll carve through them. We'll knock them over but, ooh, like a, yeah. you know a leaf. But these are a problem. Yeah, you know that immediately builds them up. Of like, we have to fast run. And I was I was always you know confused coming out of the movie of droidicas or destroyer destroyers. Droids. Yeah, why would they have different names? Because it's Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I really like them, I and it's it's been a treat to to see them rolling around like marbles on Battlefront 2, and I mm-hmm. hope to get a chance to be one a little bit more often. But, Ken, really, you and I both get to be one yeah. right now. Let's do this. Let's fight. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So, Adi Gallia. Mm-hmm. A Jedi Master mm-hmm. versus a Droidica. Where and when we want this to happen within, I would say, within canon. So uh, before Savajo press kills her, okay. the Droidicas, uh, you know, there's probably still one rolling around in the sequel era, what? for all we know. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's been programmed to be a bounty hunter. Anyway. <laughs> Program to be like a waiter. Um, <laughs> I like to <laughs> serve a drink serve. on its crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I I like the idea of this being before Attack of the Clones, but not too close to Phantom Menace. They're still rolling around. I don't know. We'll split the difference. Say maybe five years before Attack of the Clones. Okay, yeah, right that in the fair? middle. Yeah, so Adi yeah. Gali is a uh, you know mm-hmm. going around the galaxy yeah. doing Jedi deeds. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like this. Do you have any particular planet or location, a, sh- a ship or an environment? I mean, uh, we, I, I'm trying to think of a new exotic planet, but if we choose one too exotic, I don't know the yeah. landscape. Well, let's let, let's think of it less from a, a position of Star Wars knowledge. Let's mm-hmm. you have had right. experience being a droidica in an environment. Ooh. 
what kind of environment do you want to give the droid a cut to maybe give it an advantage or a disadvantage? For example, Camino, mm-hmm. that is basically platforms over water and they hate rails, a dangerous place to dangerous be a droidica. Place. Maybe, well, we can go to what I do on Capital Supremacy. We could go to either uh, Naboo um, and say that there's some still lingering problems in the Trade Federation, uh, maybe a rogue droid, or... <sighs> You like that? I want to hear your or, or but yeah, I like Gen- that. Geonosis, oh, yeah. where, you know, she's investigating. But then I, I, that messes up a little canon because we didn't really know what was going on. I like this Naboo thing a um, lot. I'm, I'm big on that. Let's yeah, because mm-hmm. here's, here's how I think our adventure begins. Okay. Right? Uh, there is a basically graveyard of droids mm-hmm. where the Naboo had collected their, their fallen bodies. Oh, I like that. Uh, in one one, this was one that was involved in an actual fight. Okay, and uh, it has been put in basically just like Naboo doesn't like this, but they had to do. It's one of the controversial things that they mm-hmm. had to deal with. Uh, they have a like destroyed droid landfill. Oh yeah, and it's set yeah. far out of town. The Gungans helped with it. The Gungans, you know, suggested a place outside of the city that's not the Lake Country. Right. It's the it's kind of the plains. I like this, and it's late at night. Uh, a Gungan is going for a walk now that they're more welcome on the land. And suddenly, there's a rumble, and a weird blaster arm explodes from the earth itself and goes, (laughs) I can't make that noise real good, but it blasts this poor Gungan into smoking ruin, and then the other breaks from the earth like a horror movie. Rolls up out of the very earth itself. Databank brawl horror film right here. I love this. <laughs> Poor Gungan. Poor Gungan. So, what's the deal with this droidica? Do you think it wasn't actually fully destroyed? Do you think it yes. has taken on some other, like more advanced it, programming? Yeah, it's it's a it's a. This is kind of a little AI warning. Maybe uh, it wasn't uh, deprogrammed completely and correctly, and it kind of lingered in there, and it and it kind of rebooted. Uh, it's like blowing on a cartridge, uh, an old Nintendo game. It kind of, <laughs> you need a, and it kind of, as it rebooted the AI of this thing started to adapt, started its program, started programming, started to, to grow and it built up some resentment and yeah. anger towards its position in life. Yeah. And think, now it's time it's reemerged. Yeah. I think it got so angry at mm-hmm. it struggling to get itself fully uh, awakened. I think it had to do like weird things of like trying to kind of scuttle around in this disgusting landfill and, and right. get parts off of other droids and get, you know, power packs out of it and right. slowly re- rebuilding itself while wriggling around in a underground graveyard. Uh, I think it came up with a name for itself. Oh, yeah. What do you, what do you think it might be? Uh, it absolutely came with the name of M0RRT. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I don't have any. Creativity beyond that today. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, zero Mort the, dra- yeah. the Droidica. Yeah. yeah. Mort the Droidica yeah. is now rolling toward any sentient life to destroy, destroy, mm-hmm. destroy. Mm-hmm. Now, cut to the adventures of Adia Galia. What's she doing on Naboo? She's doing a, a follow up, um, just kind of a, <laughs> a customer service check. How do you, how did you enjoy uh, the Jedi helping with your uh, rebellion yeah. and your battle? Just kind of a customer survey check every once a year. Once a year, they just figure, you know, we did tell them we can't fight 
their war for them, and Padme yeah. was really nice. It's also the final resting spot of Qui-Gon Jinn. Maybe they have a monument there, and sometimes oh, uh, yeah. Jedi want to go refresh the flowers. I there. like this. Yeah, yeah, so maybe Adi Galia just kind of sent as an emissary to sort of check yeah. in with yeah. the Naboo. Their Welfare how, check, yeah. Yeah, how they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, a post-Trade Federation horribly traumatic right. I- invasion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I like the idea that Adia is standing by the statue, the bust of Qui-Gon Jinn, and is herself reflecting, mm. did the Jedi make the right choice? Should right. we have been more proactive, or were we right to follow our normal Jedi protocol? Right. And she's thinking about, what would I do different if I was faced with war with a... Yeah. And she didn't even sense it coming. Yeah. That's how fast Mort came rolling down the hill. Rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah. Rolling Mort. Yeah. Stops on his legs. Right. And one of them doesn't quite fit. So he's he's a little lopsided. He's crooked. <laughs> and that's in the super fast Jedi instincts. Huge. What Adi Galia sees as she turns and these sizzling, huge blaster bolts of death are flying toward her. Right. What does she do? Um, well, I mean, she blocks him. She's got the skills. So that lightsaber yeah. comes out and blocks. But she doesn't. She it happens so fast. She can't really deflect them right back at at Mort. Um, so they go flying off. And she was such the blaster it caught her by such surprise that she actually stumbles back into the monument of Qui Gon. Oh, she 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 hits it right. Yeah, hits it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I think without even thinking, mm-hmm. she had so many fights uh, over the years with uh, Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. Great person to be stern to because he often disagreed. Mm-hmm. And now she she misses him and what the different perspective he brought. And she, the the uh, the statue just, uh, it, it uh, buckles just a little bit from mm-hmm. how hard she flew back into it. Right, right. And she reaches a hand up and just caresses Qui-Gon's, the statue of Qui-Gon's face. So sweet. Yeah, so Jedi shouldn't have possessions, but this is a nice monument. This isn't a possession. It's for everyone. Right. Now, I think Mort, the droidica, Mm -hmm. has become uh, organic enough. Mm. Something Mort reflects. I would have never noticed that strange organic action before, but I know Mm. what that is. Mm. That is compassion. Yes. It is a weakness, thinks Mort. And Mort opens fire, not on Adigalia, uh, but on the statue itself. You're ruthless. And it's so, <laughs> such a good move uh, because it does destroy it. It damages it. Uh, maybe not completely, but I think they're going to need to send some repairs, uh, a repair team out. So, so Adia like tries to block she, it. She but tries she can't. to block it, but she has to get out of the way. Not unlike Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon at the beginning of Phantom Menace. Okay, so she does a cool flip out of the way. Yeah, and boom, 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 boom. The monument just pockmarked with laser blasts. Oh, no. Maybe the part of Obi-Wan, uh, Qui-Gon, excuse me, uh, Qui-Gon's hair is shot oh, off. Oh, his beautiful, beautiful yeah. locks. Yeah, not good. And she's now doubly upset at herself. Okay, Yeah. so what did she do? It's because she came here to question mm-hmm. when Jedi should be proactive. Yeah. Does she allow herself to uh, feel uh, feel that uh, desire for revenge? Or does she try to be defensive and run away? What does she do? I think I, I, I think it's 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 defend and run away. It's an interesting question because, you know, does, is she eventually going to be one of the Jedi that would not uh, agree to be in a fight and lead clone troopers? Or, or does she understand in this moment she, she is in a fight and, and you must defend yourself? That the the uh, droid Mort has given her no choice. Uh, ne- did not give her the choice to be better. So, 
I think she needs to gather herself, and she runs into the forest a little bit, the nearby uh, Naboo forest. Okay, yeah, I like that. and trees and whatnot. I think she, yeah, she mm-hmm. runs forward, and I think as she goes, she just kind of reaches back, uh, outstretches her hand as she's running, and mm-hmm. just picks up random clumps of earth and just sort of yeah. throws them up into the air. Uh, oh, yeah. And in, in Mort fires away. Like, pew, a, pew, pew, pew. like a cheap smoke bomb. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very natural, organic yeah. smoke bomb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and e- even as she's doing that, I think she's thinking, sorry, grass. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. So very thoughtful, Jedi. Dirt. Yeah. Uh, sorry, dirt. Uh, but she does it. She makes mm. it into the trees, and mm-hmm. I think she waits and sees, is Mort going to follow her, or is Mort going to roll into town? And sure enough... Mm-hmm. Think Mort follows her, right? Yeah, absolutely, Mort follows her. Uh, he goes into his uh, his uh, ball mode and just storms after her. So he's rolling along. I think yeah. he's clanking. He's a little uneven. He's on this uneven uh, mm-hmm. uh, earth. It's getting more hard to navigate as he gets into the trees. Yeah. Take us into Mort's head. What is Mort thinking as he's he's rolling along there? He is thinking uh, this time I will not be defeated. By powers uh, that consider themselves uh, too higher on the chain than me, I will destroy like I've never destroyed before. I am Mort. Oh, nice! Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and that's when he like rolls. Yeah, chases after her. Yeah, so I think he he uh, he chases after her. She is watching. Mm-hmm. As soon as he gets close, uh, she does a huge double flip up into the top of a tree. Right. Uh, and he tracks surprisingly fast. He trains his blasters back up and mm. is a huge shock. Yeah. Adi Gallia hears this droidica, this destroyer droid, speak because he gave himself a vocabulary. He's grown, yeah. Yeah. And he says, I am Mort, and I bring you the gift of death. <laughs> and she. She, uh, you know, she's a snappy, witty Jedi. She's like, uh, I'm not accepting any gifts today, Mort. <laughs> Jedi don't have possessions. Yeah. But in this, she notices, she's like, this is different. She's never had a droid uh, communicate any kind of point of view. Yeah. Know, other than doing their programming. As a name, it might have a personality. It might have a, a way for her to strike back against it with not just violence, but maybe with some sort of love. Oh, wow. Okay. Know, some sort of understanding. Yeah. These are some great thoughts to have as the blaster bolts fly yeah. toward her. I, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's going to work. But she's like, let me try to use the Jedi way. Okay. So how does she translate into that, into action as the blasts are firing up? She's at the top of the tree, mm-hmm. Mort fired up at her. What's she doing? She is climbing higher into the tree because he is taking branches, lower branches off. Okay, this is exactly it's, like playing Jedi Power Battles with Igali. Is it? <laughs> um, so she's going, but obviously the branches are getting thinner and, and weaker. Thinner and thinner and thinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she knows she's going to run out of branches. Yeah. So I think she gets up to the very tippy top. He's, uh, Mort's blasting away, doesn't have a good line of sight on her anymore. Oh, yeah. And she is, it's the like a, a very tall, sort of like a, a pine tree. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's got this wispy point at the very top. And I think she uh, basically kind of uh, wraps her, her legs around it. Uh-huh. So she is kind of clinging to the very top and it's going back and forth in the sky. And she turns her lightsaber off, puts it on her hilt. This right. is a very peaceful Jedi floating thing, and right. she reaches down with the Force, and what she does is she actually just yanks Mort all the way all up the way into up. the sky, 
to their face to face. She and holds him there. She holds him there. I like it. And I think she tries mm-hmm. the Jedi way. She tries to reason with him, mm-hmm. in knowing if she fails, uh, those blaster bolts are going to come real fast, and she's yeah. going to have to die or do yeah. something cool. Not looking good. Like yeah. all of us, every day when we leave the house, die or do this. something cool. <laughs> I love this. It's like picking up a chatty chihuahua and just holding it in your eyes <laughs> and saying, we're going to get through this together. Um, yeah, I think she looks more right in the eyes, and I think she says, you do not have to... You are no longer uh, a slave to your programming. You are past this. The war that you were part of ha- is over, and I am not here to fight you. I'm here to bring you peace. The gift of peace. The gift of peace, right. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Mort takes us into his uh, processing brain. Mm-hmm. And I think his, uh, this is very sad. Yeah. It's very tragic. Uh, but all of the databases he's rebuilt about how the world works, he, uh-huh. he understands some emotions better, but some words he's mistranslated. Can't get it done, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can't get it done. Um, and what he thinks the word peace means mm-hmm. is acid bath. So she says peace, and he sadly hears, I want to give you the gift of an acid bath. Comical uh, mistranslations that we see in some shows. Yes, Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Yes. So sadly, Mort's confused, but Mort says, in fact, he just says it, Mort confused. Mort can't trust. Mort doesn't trust. Mort fire. And I think... Adi Galia does what Jedi are trained to do. She uh, she lets go. Yeah. <laughs> but not in a beautiful <laughs> metaphorical way. She literally Let's stops really holding him. <laughs> so Mort goes falling down. What mm-hmm. happens? Um, tumbling, 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 tumbling. She looks down and feels, she feels bad just for a second. And she stops him moments before, uh, inches before he crashes to the ground. Okay. And he had put his shield up. Okay. So the shield's actually... Imagine, yeah, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's bouncing on it. Yeah. All right. And I yeah. think uh, Adi Galia says to herself, like, mm-hmm. I tried. Yeah. I tried. Now I'll have to do like some of the younger yeah. Jedi do. Like that, that Kenobi and his young apprentice Anakin. Oh, yeah. Strange tactics. Maybe I'll have to try something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think she dives from the top of the tree. Yes. How does she land? What crazy thing does she do? How does she interact with Mort and his shield? She flies down lightsaber first. So she extends it, holds up two hands as oh, if she's got a, like a stake. She's driving a stake into the ground. And she, her intention is to land, put the blade right through the shield and through the head of Mort. Mm. She's racing towards the ground. Okay. Uh, But I think Mort sees this coming. Yes. Right? Uh, And I think Mort does what any good destroyer droid would do. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. He stops, drops, and rolls. Yes. Literally. Yes. Uh, So he rolls out of the way. Just at the last moment, in fact, shink, mm-hmm. he doesn't get one of his legs tucked up into the ball in time, and one of the three legs go cut <laughs> off yeah. by Adi Galia's lightsaber. I love this. 
Oh, I love this. Dives into the ground. Yeah. He rolls incredibly fast, rolls behind her, mm-hmm. stands up, and shoots, but he's only got, he's missing a leg, so he tilts. He, he tilts immediately. Even more, and he misses, right? Oh, yeah, because he falls to one of his sides, so he's like one of his arms now. Now he's just kind of shooting. He's got to hope the right, I'm saying it's like the left leg got cut off, so he's leaning to the uh, left. Yeah. And the, the left blaster arm just shoots off into nothing, but the right one comes racing towards the midsection of uh, Adigalia. Oh, no. And you know what? This is a good place to pause our combat mm-hmm. as the blaster bolt is firing. And decide who we want to win, who deserves to win, who physically would win in this fight. Mm-hmm. What What are you thinking? What are you feeling? I got to tell you, I I think Mort deserves. I don't think. Well, I don't think Mort deserves to live. I have an affinity for Mort now, and I would like to see him survive. But um, I definitely don't want to see Adigalia lose. So I think Mort deserves it. Deserves to die or deserves to lose. Okay. Okay. I have to make a hard choice. Yeah, that was a hard choice. Yeah, That's sometimes a hard you choice. can't, you love both characters, and, and yeah. but you got to make a hard choice. Yeah, yeah I mean, Destroyer Droid uh, can can put a Jedi, uh, you know, back on their heels. So I think, you know, as, as our absurd fights go, right. it can give a little bit of a challenge to a Jedi, but I still feel Adi Gallia should win. Right. Um, I don't know, especially after you so kindly gave such a great name to this droid to come. Right, Mort. Mort. It's hard to kill a Mort. Yeah. Uh, so I I don't think uh, Mort needs to die. Once you know a Mort, it's hard to get him out of your heart. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have uh, a loose idea okay. of, of what should happen. Let, let me start it out and then see see what uh, bells and whistles and further adventures you have in mind. Run it. So I think is that blaster bolt mm-hmm. is coming in. Adigali is a very good uh, fighter. Mm-hmm. One of the j- things that Jedi are very good at in fighting is being in a, a place of meditation. Mm-hmm. So she's time's almost slowing down from her, for her, and she's seen that blaster bolt coming. Right, and she realizes like we keep doing this dance. I can throw it around; it keeps coming at me and firing. I need some way to get close to it mm. and just take away its ability to fight. Because clearly, there's something inside this yeah. destroyer that has more sentience. Can't be healed. Yeah, and she realizes sometimes the only way to win mm. is to lose a little bit. Yes. So she does this cool spin in the air, right? But absolutely allows the blaster bolt Ooh. to graze her. She yeah. could have got all the way out of the way, but okay. she allows it to gotcha. just smoking burn mm-hmm. right uh, on her side. Oh, yeah, and she uses the flip in the bolt to throw herself in the air. Bam! Right at the two feet of Mort. Love it. Oh, it's a good, like, sideways pirouette. Type yeah, thing. exactly, exactly. Yeah. And Mort looks down at the fallen Jedi. At his feet? Yeah. Does he think he got her? I think he does. I think he says, your death has been delivered. Score one for Mort. Mort. He just says Mort, Mort. a few times. And that's, I think that's when it happens. Mm. Mort can't even process how fast... No. Adia's back up. He he doesn't even really hear it. He basically hears... <laughs> he hears it ignite and then turn off again. And then suddenly realizes, I have no arms. No arms. I have no legs. Uh, I don't even have a jutting crotch torso. <laughs> I am just one banana shape of a head. <laughs> and he lands... 
smoking, but stuck in the ground, almost like he is a little statue. Uh huh. A monument to, yeah. uh, to an, a war gone by. Yeah. And I think it all happened so fast. The lightsaber is already deignited. Yeah. It's back on the belt. <laughs> she is in pain, smoking, a wound held at her side, but she mm-hmm. crouches down to look into the face of Mort. Yeah. And she says something wise mm-hmm. and kind. Maybe it's a statement. Maybe it's a question. What does she say to Mort? Redemption is always available for those that would take that path. Even now, you can be saved. I like that a lot. And I think Mort sort of whirs and buzzes. And I think he says, Redemption. Not sure if word accurately represented in data bank is that name for Minoc? <laughs> and I think Adi Gali is like, no, no, no. And our scene fades out. It fades out? With a question mark. But it, oh. it fades back up. It allows the audience a moment to decide, is it possible is- that Mort could comprehend redemption? That he mm-hmm. could find it? If mm-hmm. so, where? How? And then we we fade back in to a scene that answers that question, Ken. What is that scene? Uh, Adigalia standing before the Queen of Naboo and Seo Bibble and a lot of the typical uh, Nubian leaders there. And she says, uh, I'm taking my leave. It has been a pleasant visit. Um, as a token of my appreciation, uh, dear Queen, I give you a new service droid I had made just for you. And in on a repurposed B-1 battle droid with the head, arched head of Mort, walks a new service droid in with a tray of freshly squeezed uh, juice from the finest plains of Naboo. Yeah. And uh, Mort is here to serve and bows before the queen as he offers a tray of drinks. Yeah. And I think... The queen maybe looks a little uh, trepidatious. As she should. But she understands this is a gift from a Jedi, and she should try to be respectful. And she simply nods, mm-hmm. and as Adi Galia walks away, preparing to head back to Coruscant, she just hears Seo Bebble screaming, This is outrageous! <laughs> <laughs> After several battles, this droid was turned into another droid. <laughs> <laughs> and she just hears him going on and on, explaining his situation as she gets back into her Jedi Starfighter and launches into the sky. And that is our battle, our strange adventure. Will Mort fully find acceptance on Naboo? Who knows? Maybe we'll tell that story someday. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. That was fun. I really love that. I like having Jedi with the yes. lightsabers and the Force it's, and the throwing things around. And it's a good tool to use. They're, they're good. Yeah. Those Jedi are good. Yeah. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Cadnapsock or go to Cadnapsock.com for all information about how to buy my book, Why We Love Star Wars. And also August 24th, uh, if you're around my hometown, I'll be part of a Central Coast Film Society event, a screening of A New Hope. Go to their website for more information. Awesome, awesome. If you have uh, characters that you want to see fight here on Databank Brawl, uh, believe it or not, there are still some that we have not done. 
You can always let us know with the hashtag databankbrawl on any old social media. We always like to thank Tony Thaxton for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash cloudcitysoundtrack. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash forecenter. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw and check out my albums, podcasts, and shows on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can like Forcecenter on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at forcecenterpod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.